that you are not doing anybody any favors by being small. Mm. You are not doing anybody any favors by not being your authentic self and giving yourself that credit and giving yourself that attention and that honor. You're not doing anybody any favors. It's not just about you. It's a, it's other people too. Mm-hmm. But you being small does not help others. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte, identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hey, everybody! Way of the Artist! Yeah, that was <laughs> cringeworthy. Oh, man. <laughs> I almost want to restart that one, but we're not going to because this is how we roll <laughs> on Way of the Artist. Uh, we've got a great one lined up it today. It is great. Uh, it's a big one. It is a big one. Bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like, I knew it was big, Um but then as we start diving into it and we're like, well, what does this mean? What is this really, you know, in our, in our usual pre, pre-talks, before the talk, uh, we like to suss out just a couple of, of ideas before we present it to you. <laughs> and then we f- kind of free ball it from there. But um, today is all about authenticity, the law of authenticity and how that works, how that operates in our lives, why that's important. Um, and it's, uh, and it's a beautiful law. It's an absolutely beautiful law. I'm, I'm really digging, digging where we're going to go. Yeah. We put down some pretty good notes. I think, um, this has been a big, this has been a big topic, I think for both of us in our own little journeys, you know, as artists going through life. And, um, you know, I think what's, it's funny how these laws kind of seem to life seems to kind of coincide when we're about to talk about all this stuff. You know, it's like, it's, it's just kind of like, you're just living it and doing it and it's happening as you're doing it. Um, you know, and I think, um, with authenticity, there's, there's a few things that come up like, you know, the, the ego and the sense of identity and this sense of, you know, who are we really? And all of that. Um, but I think like we can kind of dial into this and I think actually the, the podcast that was before this was about trust mm-hmm. and authenticity is a lot about trust. It's mm-hmm. a lot about trusting that you're enough as you are, yes. you know, and I think like we're going to get into that and, and, um, it's easier said than done, but I think that when people really step into their light, when they really start shining, it's when they start to trust and believe that they are enough as they are. And they're willing to bring that forth authentically, fully and, and be, and it kind of becomes more effortless when you're authentic. You know, it's a lot of work to be inauthentic. Yeah. It's a lot more work to be inauthentic, but I think we're in the practice of it. I think people get in the practice of inauthenticity because we're told we're supposed to be more than we are. And we're told we're supposed to have this, do this, be this way. We can be who we want when we get to here, blah, blah, blah. And we don't, often really recognize and appreciate and honor where we're actually at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, I, and in today's day and age, 
I mean, from the moment, you know, that we can, like, pretty much that we're born, you know, we are being, you know, we're taking in all kinds of information. And it definitely, like, it hits a point later on where that information is stuff that is informing us uh, about, yeah, who who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to think, who our friends are supposed to be. You know, it's all of this um, conditioning, all of this sort of social training that's that's going on. And, uh, and it's important that we become not only aware of that, but I think that authenticity comes in is, is authenticity is about us um, honoring our thoughts uh, feelings and dreams and their validity, mm. you know, um, and their importance in our lives. And I think that, you know, uh, I know even for, for myself, you know, there have been been big stretches of time in my life where it was like it was more about fitting in and more about, you know, appearing a certain way. And that wasn't authentic to who, who I was. Mm-hmm. And then later discovering how much uh, how much sort of uh, pain and difficulty that that was creating in my life, and yeah, and how much more challenging it is to to play that part, to play that inauthentic role, mm-hmm. is so much more draining on us than it is to to which it might seem pop unpopular, and and usually I find that great truths seem to kind of fly in the face of convention. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's almost a paradoxical nature to it on the surface. It doesn't seem like it should work because it's like, what, like, you mean that like, I should just do the things that I want to do that I should, you know, let my voice be heard that I should communicate my feelings and, and, you know, honor all of these things. Like when everybody else is kind of doing this and doing that instead, like it seems to fly completely in the face of all, and in many ways it does. And in that way, we seem to think that that will make it more difficult for us. Um, when it's not the case whatsoever, it will, it definitely has, um, being an, an authentic person, definitely there's a price to pay for it, which is that it's going to mean that there will be things in your life and people in your life who will probably go. Mm. But this is ultimately a good thing because they were not things or people that you wanted in your life to begin with. Because if they don't, if they're not in, in line with who you authentically are, then what's this game that you've been playing to begin with? You know, what, like what, what are you getting from that? And really it's just kind of this feeling of, of acceptance from others, but really it comes at the cost of alienation to ourselves. You know, we fe- we become alienated to who we are authentically. And I think that's, I mean, authentic. Oh, oof, oof, man. There's just like, <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much with this one. I love it. Yeah, it's good. I like, I like the way you put that. You know, we become alienated to who we actually are. I think this happens. I mean, I think what happens here is, you know, you start out, you're born and, um, you know, you're probably quite authentic as a child because you don't have the social restrictions, the cultural restrictions that are going on. And life is so much of an experience. 
you know, which is something we'll get into later. But like, life is just an experience. You're just there, you're being, you're finding out, you're discovering, um, you're expressing yourself, and you're starting to learn, you know, how to get what you want, how to do what you want, how to make things happen or whatever, um, what, what you don't like, what you do like. And then you start to learn strategies about how to cope, you know, with the world because, you know, um, you come from the womb into this cold, hard world <laughs> and you have to deal with some things, you know, you, you know, you have to deal with temperature and hunger and sleep and, and whatnot. And so some of those, um, you know, crying for what you want and whining and stuff like that, they're not really good for us in society. So we have to learn how to actually deal with that. We have to learn how to like, okay, like I get that you're tired or you're cranky, but that doesn't mean you get to act out on everyone else and take it out this way. And I think the important thing to remember about authenticity as we talk about this is just because you're being authentic and truthful doesn't get you, give you the right to be a jerk. It doesn't give you Mm. the right to all of a sudden just be like, I want this and I don't care what anyone else thinks, but it's about being honest with yourself about what you want and what's okay and holding yourself to a standard of kind of truth, I think. Um, but I mean, it's a tricky line because I think what ends up happening is at first we're learning how to just be kind of socialized and how to, how to just fit in and work with other people in a community and, you know, and, and, um, not just be takers like cause mm-hmm. children, they just take, you know, I mean, they're beautiful little creatures, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but they just take everything and they just want everything and they don't necessarily always recognize Um, you know, I watch my niece and my nephew together and, you know, I watch them sometimes the way they're being with each other and they don't necessarily recognize right now, like what's a good action or a negative action or whatever. Right. But the thing is, is then, you know, we get through that stage and then we become teenagers and we start to socialize outside of our family and whatnot, maybe probably hopefully earlier. And, um, you know, then it becomes about fitting in and being like our peers and, and finding our match and being accepted. And all of these things are what are challenging our, our ability to be authentic, especially when you have kind of the world and the unit and, you know, media and stuff like this telling you to be a certain way, even your parents telling you to be a certain way. And I think in this episode, what we're really going to do is we're going to kind of hit pause on our lives and go like, the way I'm doing this, is this really the truth? Is this my is this me living in my authenticity? Is this me living in my heart and my truth? Do I, do I feel like I'm enough as I am? And if you don't, if any of those things are kind of bringing up red flags right now, this is going to be a good episode because mm-hmm. we're going to kind of confront, we're going to tackle this beast a little bit, you know? Yeah. And I would also say, uh, definitely, uh, check out our episode number one, not the, uh, not the episode zero, but the episode number one, which was all about finding your path. Mm. Um, because there are some very important questions there that are a big part of, uh, how we are, um, how we can be more authentic. Um, and those questions are, what do I really want? And what is my sense of purpose? You know, these are huge things for us to ask ourselves as part of the relationship that we have to have with ourselves in order to discover who we authentically are. Yeah. And I mean, I think, um, you know, that one's about finding your path in life, you know, because I think you're born into a family um, or you're born in whatever situation you're born in and you're, you're given, you're provided or suggested a certain path, 
or certain series of paths that you can go and walk down. Mm -hmm. And they are the well-worn paths of either your parents or people around you or society or whatever. And they're going to be where you're going to be encouraged to go. And there's nothing wrong with venturing down those paths a little bit and taking a look. But when you start to feel like, hey, like I'm not really expressing me, I'm not really living my life. That's when you're going to kind of go and find your own path. And this can be difficult for people around you when your path doesn't necessarily fit the common trends. Mm -hmm. It isn't necessarily the safe thing or the secure thing or the predictable thing. And the thing about walking your own path in life, and you know, we're talking about way of the artist, we're talking about you going your way, creating your own path in life, is that it's, it's not just about finding your way, it's also about finding yourself. Mm-hmm. And authenticity is like, when, you know, when you're, when you're finding yourself, and you start to figure out who you are, then it's up to you. Are you going to actually live in accordance to that? Or are you going to deny and, and just pretend that you aren't really this thing, aren't really this person, you know, because I think part of authenticity is honoring the fact that you are this way, that you, you see life this way. These things matter to you. And maybe these things don't. And are you going to do what matters to you? Or are you going to do what matters to everyone else? Mm -hmm. And when you're doing what matters to everyone else, you're inauthentic. But when you're doing what matters to you, even if it's unpopular with everyone else, that's often what authenticity is. And that's often why sometimes you have to walk alone or sometimes move away from certain people because they are not accepting you as you are. And I mean, it's a lot of work to try and please everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, it's a juggling act of sorts. And just like to, to, to pivot onto this one, it's like, you know, I think, isn't it something like over half of people like hate their jobs yeah kind of thing like like is that's normally like that that stat comes out every year or something a stat comes out somewhere around there it's like how many people just can't stand their jobs you know and uh and and this is a stat that has direct ties to authenticity this is like a lot of people who are not living their lives. They're not doing the things, they're not being the person that they truly want to be. And the thing is, is that when you make the decision, because this is way of the artist. So this is about kind of a perspective, you know, this is, this is a perspective from, from an artist's standpoint, which requires this a kind of daring, which requires a kind of stepping out, a kind of looking at the world, looking at how we do things from a place that is deeply personal, but also integrated with the world. Um, I'm not quite sure. I did have a place I was taking this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here, I mean, one thing I'll say is like, you know, you're, you figure out what your truth is. You figure out who you are, like wanting to be in this world, how, what matters to you. And this thing, this is the thing I think about authenticity. This is the realization I've been having recently is that authenticity is my self being expressed in the world in an honest, 
way, which has to do with what actually matters to me inside in my heart and in, in my values and whatever. It's, it's me being real with me and doing my life in accordance and in alignment with, with this, you know, in integrity with this thing. Right. And the thing is, is that I think that we don't always know who we are. Um, we can kind of have ideas of who we are, but I think you start to find out who you are in this world when you begin to express yourself with a certain amount of truth and authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I think where most people struggle, and this is just opinion, but I think where I think people can relate to this. I think where even I struggle, I think everybody struggles, is that we feel that we need to be something we're not, or we think we're something that we're not, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the thing is, is like, or we need to feel like we need, we need to be something more. We need to be something more. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, is that, um, you know, who you are and what society expects you to be don't always fit nicely together, you know, mm-hmm. because society says, well, you need to be safe and secure. And I mean, at least in Western culture, own a house, get married, have kids, do all this stuff, you know, have savings in the bank, whatever. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, you live in a first world country, you got first world problems. So do something of meaning and make your life count and don't waste this opportunity and do anything you want and live your dreams. <laughs> yeah. and, and at the same time, it's saying, well, you know, it's trying all to tell you pressures. to do, do all this. Yeah. So you have to be someone who manages to succeed at their dreams and, you know, goes out and takes the courageous risk. But at the same time, you have security and you can do all the things that you need to do to kind of function in society. But here's the, here's the problem. We've been given a paradoxical equation that cannot be solved. And I think this is what authenticity confronts is you're told, get a job that pays you well so you can buy the house and the car and the things so that you can have the job to pay for the house and the car and the things and the clothes. And then the clothes you need for the job, for the life, for the things so you can buy yeah. the thing. And it's all just a big, it's a circle. And then it's yeah. all becomes, becomes this rat race. And pretty soon you're like, well, I got the job so I could buy the things, but I have the job so I can pay for the things. And then your life just becomes your job and your things. And then there's, where are you? Where are you in the whole picture? Yeah. And authenticity, authenticity kind of goes, well, how about we factor in you first and then the thing and the job and all that stuff are a byproduct of that. Yeah. As opposed to the other and way we'll around. figure it out there. And it's, yeah. and it's, yeah. And it's, it's a bit of a scary proposition. This is actually perfect because this is what I was meaning to say to begin with. So when, when we take that step out into living our lives more authentically or when we're looking at making that step even maybe we haven't even done it but we're even looking at the prospect of it's like well what if what if i just stepped out and did it? maybe you know you're you're working um an office job and you know you've you know you've got a degree in music production that you you haven't done anything with or maybe you're a person who's um you know, maybe you've been acting in, in TV shows and stuff like that for, for a while and you've been doing lots of major network things and you really, instead you see this calling to get involved in doing independent work, right? So, but that, that's what your authentic self is, is asking you to do. It's that thing that's nagging at you to be like, oh, this, this thing that you can't shake, mm. you know, that calling that you can't shake, that's your authenticity, calling to you. And when you start to listen to it, even if just for a moment, 
there's this going to be a follow-up of all of these reasons why you can't do it that are going to come chasing after it mm-hmm. it's like, and try and chase it away. It's like, oh, no, well, I can't do that because of because of this or that. You know, like it's for the person who's in the for the music producer who's working in the office. It's like, no, well, you know, I've got to, you know, I've got to pay for 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 rent. How how am I going to make money? I don't have, you know, like all of these blocks are going to come up and just like, no, you can't do that because you don't know how to do this and, mm-hmm. and whatever. It's too scary. Don't go there. And for the actor, it's just like, well, hey, we've got a good thing going on here. If you step out of there, you know, the industry might completely forget about who you are while you're going off doing your indie thing. You know, like there's all of these, like it doesn't matter what level you're at. Mm-hmm. Authenticity are are our call to do what is authentic to us is going to challenge us in a way. It's going to, it's going to bring up some of our fears. Um, but this is also, and we talked a lot about this in the, in, in our last podcast, but like, this is part of our evolution. This is part of how we evolve is to move through these things. Because the truth is, is that authenticity is also a bit of a measurement system for us. It kind of is a thing that's there to keep us in line with when we're enjoying our lives and when, and when we're miserable, you know, it's like you're miserable at your job. You're not, that's, that's your authenticity Mm -hmm. actually calling out to you saying like, Hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You're not doing the thing that you're put on this earth to do. And it starts to form up in these things like being miserable, living for the weekend, you know, like uh, uh, depression, just like, you know, all of these things are are a byproduct of us not listening to who we truly are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think with authenticity, too, is when you're being when you're being authentic, you know, there's definitely challenges you're going to face with the world. But um you know, if you're taking a pill or you're buying shit to feel better, or you're sitting around drinking or smoking or, you know, watching endless TV or just doing something where you just feel like this isn't really me expressing myself. This is me just kind of trying to deal with the feelings I'm having. Yeah. Just it's when it becomes a numbing yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think because the there's nothing is, wrong with any of those necessarily, no. but if it's an, if it's a thing to numb yourself, that's the indication of something deeper going on. Yeah. You know, and I mean, enjoy TV, enjoy having a drink, whatever you want to do, you know, it's all fine. The thing is, is like, if you're doing stuff to just try to feel better all the time and they're not like, you're not actually creating anything or building anything or going out and having a new experience. That's when you kind of got to stop and ask yourself, like, you know, is this really how I want to be? Is this really me living me? Or is this me trying to cope with and deal with a life that isn't me, you know? And I think like, like I've worked, I've worked Joe jobs before, you know, the regular job I've done it. Uh, you know, and the thing is, is that, you know, I've, I've worked a couple that I didn't like, but for the most part, I enjoyed them. And the thing is, I think whatever job you do, you can enjoy that job. You can be totally authentic at that job. You can see that job as a service to, to be able to help you live more of the life you want to live. You know, for, especially for those actors out there, you know, you're a server. You know, the thing is, is like a lot of people are servers. It's fine. I did it. We all did it. You know, anyone who's like an actor or artist, 
most of us did it. Here's the thing. That serves your acting career. It can be totally in inauthentic. It can be authentic, not inauthentic. It can mm-hmm. be authentic to actually work as a waiter to, to support your acting career. Because you work at night and you provide yourself with the money so that you can do the things to get the headshots, to go to the auditions, to keep free in the day, to keep that flexibility. Um, and that's fine. You know, you don't have to look at that as a negative thing. You can look at mm-hmm. that thing as, 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 a, as an assist, as a friend. It's great that we have that possibility. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is though, um, it's when you start, uh, you know, it's when you start defining yourself and not allowing yourself to, to express beyond whatever it is you think you have to do. You know, you don't have to do anything. You choose to do it. You choose to be a waiter in this scenario, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I sold shoes for a little while. I sold shoes and I was, I sold shoes with gusto, (laughs) you know, I just did it. And I had fun and I met people and I actually met one of the bigger casting directors in town, which ended up getting me a role later on. But I wasn't really even an actor at that point. I was just selling shoes. But they remembered that I sold shoes and I just really was so helpful that they brought me in for everything because of shoes, not because yeah. of acting or auditioning. But later when I started to really work at, at, at auditioning and acting and whatnot, you know, I earned myself the ability to get a role. I had that person in my corner. Why? Because I sold them shoes with gusto because I (laughs) cared about the little thing that was totally unrelated. The thing is I sold shoes authentically. Like I really, like when, when we looked at runners, I still remember the conversation we had. I still remember the whole afternoon and you know, uh, they came in and we talked about runners and whatnot. And I said, well, you know, I really like, like I was in sports and stuff. So I said, you know, I, I, I really like these ones because of blah, 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 blah. They're lighter. They're this and that and, you know, whatever. And there's these ones over here. They're like more heavy duty. But if you look at the sole, it doesn't flex as much. And, you know, these are some things that I noticed. And, you know, so you might find this a little bit better. And they were so happy with that. Right. They ended up buying some shoes, left the shoes, whatever. Um, and then they went on and, and we became friends and we became great contacts after that mm-hmm. still to this day. And so the thing is, as I look at that, I go, well, you know, you just got to show up in life and you got to live and be as truthfully as you can in that moment. Cause whatever you're doing is what you're doing. You are where you are. Mm-hmm. You don't know where this moment is going to lead to. Authenticity gives you a lot of breaks in the future because, you know, people, might not, it might make people uncomfortable to be authentic sometimes, but also I think it's one of the things that people appreciate the most too. Well, you know, it's being authentic is, this is a thing to be aware with, with when you start to live more authentically to yourself is that you will polarize people. Mm. You will, you, (laughs) people will love you or people will hate you. Yeah. Right. But, um, you will always know where you stand (laughs) with people, which is, better than living in that inauthentic limbo, Mm -hmm. which is really what it is. It's kind of a limbo where it's just like, okay, I'm with all these people and we're all just kind of acting like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. cool, Everything's cool. cool, Everything's cool. But nobody's (laughs) really, nobody's really saying anything. Nobody's really being who they are. Nobody's like, everyone's just kind of like uh, putting on faces and it's a, and it becomes a weird thing. Yeah. You know, maybe you've already experienced this moment. And if you haven't yet, it, it'll, it'll happen where you realize you're in a room full of people and you're like, why am I in this room of people right now? Like this is, and cause it's, you suddenly get this icky feeling. Yeah. You know, of just like, who, who are these people and who am I Yeah, being with all of these people? Like what the hell's going on? Well, you know, I, I mean, so 
I mean, authenticity, I never really, I never really understood authenticity as much when I was younger. It wasn't really a topic that we really discussed, but I did understand integrity. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing that, you know, at least, you know, in my family and my immediate circle was a big thing for us. But I, you know, when I was in, in, um, middle school, there was, um, this Korean kid, foreign, foreign kid, didn't speak English too well. And, um, I guess what had happened was he, um, you know, he thought when we were in class, cause he said something and then I said something immediately afterwards. And I guess somebody laughed or some people laughed, but it wasn't in regards to him, but he thought that I had, you know, I guess he thought I made fun of him or whatever, uh, something like that. And so he came up to me at lunch hour and he starts like pushing me and he's like, you know, why'd you do this? Why'd you say this? And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I'm just like, um, and he's like, you, you said this to me in class or you said this about me. You made fun of me. I'm like, nah, you know, like, I, like, I'm sorry it came off that way. I didn't. And he punches me square in the head, like square in the forehead. And I, uh, I get my head knocked back. You know, you get that whiplash burn in your neck and I, you know, it didn't, the punch didn't hurt that much, but the, yeah. the whiplash in my neck going back did. And I, and I'm just kind of like, I'm just like, okay. And I, I didn't lose my temper. I'm just kind of like, um, you know, look, I'm like, okay, just like, let's just talk, but he couldn't speak English too well. Then, um, I look over and I see all my friends. These are all the cool kids in school. This mm-hmm. is a life changing moment for me because I looked at all my friends and they're all standing there watching, laughing. And, uh, and we're on the field in school. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, if these are my friends, they would come and step in and say something. And, and then I realized in that moment, they had like, set me up or something. They had like, something was off. Something was fishy. Mm. And then he punched me again. This kid punched me again in the forehead. And then I punched him back. But like, I actually, you know, I knew how to fight. So I hit him directly in the nose and blood just gushes like straight out. Right. So all of a sudden it turns from a little couple punches in the head to a bloody to a mess. genuine playground <laughs> scuffle, my friend. So, you know, we're just about to go toe to toe more. And then the school monitor comes running in and grabs us and says like, you're going to the principal's office and whatever brings us upstairs. I'm going to just tell the story. I'm just gonna tell the whole thing. Cause this was a life changing moment for me. Brings us upstairs. We talked to the principal principal says, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, he came up and hit me and Obviously, he looks way worse than I do because mm-hmm. he punched me in the forehead. Like your forehead, if you get hit punch, punched in the forehead, no one even knows it happened. You know because you, yeah. you feel the bruise. But Unless like, you get a cut or something like the that. The forehead's or... like the worst place you could probably hit somebody, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, so nothing's there on me. Meanwhile, his nose is like bloody and his face is a mess. So it looks like I, you know, beat up the foreign kid. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> um, they give us both a one-day suspension. And so... Um, we're in there and, and the next day we're in the in school one day suspension. Now, one of the girls who is like, you know, arguably one of the most popular girls in school, she hung out with the popular group, which I was kind of, you know, I was a fringe member of this popular group, but I was in the group. Anyway, um, she comes in to, I don't know, sometime at lunch hour and just to talk and she's like all compassionate seeming and she's like, what happened? And I, you know, and I said, well, he came up to me and he threw some punches and I'm like, and I, and I started to cry. I felt really upset because I'm like, and I think my buddies, like, I think they set me up. I think they, you know, they did this. And I just, I felt really betrayed. And she was like, all, you know, there for me. Well, anyway, the next day when I come out of this, um, I come out of this, she's told everyone in the school that I was crying. 
So everybody's like, oh, cry, baby. Go cry in school, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'm dealing with this shit the next day, right? <laughs> so at that moment... It's terrible. So at that moment, I decided that I don't care how cool these people are. I don't care how popular they are. I don't want to be friends with people like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. Those are not my friends. Those are not my people. And, you know, this was a grade 8. So basically grade 9 till 12 was you know, kind of ostracized a little bit. Cause once you start rejecting them, you know, they're like kind of reject you. And, you know, I kind of became this outsider as a bit of a loner. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, you know, the easy road would have been to just keep hanging out with them, pretend it didn't happen. I would get the cool guy status, the cool group status. And I probably would have been bullied a lot less. And I probably would have been more in the, to invited to the bigger parties and done whatever, but I didn't, I went my own way. But the thing that I, that I found was that, you know, in going my own way, it was very polarizing to see who people were in school, to see the roles that people play. And, you know, that group of friends that I had back then, you know, the the terrible shit they did to each other, just the, Mm -hmm. the, you know, the things that I heard about, you know, like one guy sleeping with another guy's girlfriend and they were supposed to be best friends for like the last four years. It's just like, you know, things like that. You know, and it's just like, that's the group. That's the environment. It's like, you know, authenticity will rescue you from those environments, but it'll be painful sometimes because you want to be accepted. You want to be included. You want to be a part of it. But like, you know, and you make your stand. I mean, I could have very well just said, you know what? I know where I stand with these people and I'm still going to hang out with them and get the benefits of hanging out with that group. You could do that. I'm not saying that's wrong. I just chose to be very much like, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't even want to associate with that. In some ways that gave me the strength later on in my life to go and walk on my own and be on my own and not need the group. But I think what ends up happening, you know, is a lot of us, we compromise our integrity. We compromise our authenticity because we so badly want to fit in and be accepted and be liked. And let's admit it. A lot of these cool groups carry with them many benefits and that's where we sell off our authenticity. Yeah. Because I think people are listening to this and this is just my guess, but I think people are listening to this and everyone goes, yeah, be authentic. I get it. Totally. It's like, but why don't you do it? (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you be authentic? Why are you ever inauthentic? Because there's a price, like you said, there's a price to authenticity sometimes. But it's, it's always way better to be authentic. Because like, I can relate a lot to your story. You know, like I was in, again, kind of a fringe member of a popular group when I first got into high school. Um, and, and they were, they were terrible. I mean, especially like first year of high school, it's like, suddenly it's just like all of these kind of like groups are kind of meshing It's people who've never known each other before. And so it was like, you know, everyone's kind of finding their way, you know, back to where they're kind of comfortable. And so I was with this fringe on the fringe of this like popular group and and they were terrible and i and and to be honest with you i thought that they were idiots like all along i was just like i was like these guys are idiots you know like i didn't particularly like them either but i was like but i know them you know some of them at least you know they were friends from <laughs> my school before so i'm going to stay with them and they're popular you know well i'll just i'll just hang hang with these guys and yeah it was just like they would just do such stupid and and vicious things to each other and to me mm-hmm. you know like even bullying me where it's just like i'm your friend and like this is why like why the hell this is is this happening and 
it eventually just hit a point where I'd had enough of it. And I'm like, and, and one day I literally just stopped hanging out with them. And all I had to go off of was one kid who I'd met in my French class who, you know, seemed to be kind of cool. And one day just hanging out with him for lunch and he wasn't a cool kid, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, like he was, he was, he was nice. He was like, he was a decent, more authentic person. Um, and within a very, very short period of time, I had suddenly met a whole, like I'd met like a whole crew of people who became my people, who are still my friends to this day, who were the, who are the groomsmen and the best man <laughs> at mm. my wedding, mm. you know, like that. And that doesn't happen very often, mm-hmm. you know, where people from school stay friends. But this is, this is the transition I made was, was coming out from, from this group of people who was just like, I wasn't really being myself, but I was compromising it so I could kind of get the benefits of being a cool kid. But at the same time, I was miserable. I was totally miserable the whole time that I was with them and making the decision to leave that. I'm not going to be that anymore. I'm not going to be a part of that anymore. I'm going to go in this direction. That's just a little bit more me. Mm. And it was literally weeks, weeks before I suddenly had a tribe of people, Mm. like a genuine tribe of people, you know, that were around me. And that was it. Like it was so, yeah, you're, you're, the thing that you're letting go of is not even worth considering Mm -hmm. really. Like it's like you will consider it, but let it go quickly because what's coming is so much bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, you know, there's, there's a whole other thing about like attachment that we're kind of like getting into here where it's like, Mm. You know, we, yeah, absolutely. We, I think the thing is, is like, and it's very natural, you know, as I think any human being is that when things are comfortable or convenient, it's scary to let them go because we, you know, I think we immediately go, well, if I let go of this, I'll have nothing. What if I don't get anything else? Like, what if I'm just alone? What if I have nothing? Right. And I think like these types of thoughts are what challenge our ability to be authentic. And, you know, I don't know if we really mentioned this earlier, but I'm just going to bring it up now. It takes courage to be yourself. It takes courage to follow your heart. You actually have to face fear down. You have to face it. You know, if you live a life guided by fear, you will not be able to be authentic. The authentic person does not let their life be guided by fear, which is all the more reason why you, you would want to get up every day And be like, I want to be authentic today. Because do you want to live a life that's based on fear? Or do you want to live a life that's based on courage? And really ultimately love. Because the love is so much greater than the fear that you are willing to have the courage to fight for love instead of let the fear dominate you. Because like, what is the fear? The fear is I want to fit in. I want to be accepted. I don't want to lose what I have. I'm worried if I lose what I have, I'll never get it back. I'm worried I'll be alone. All that shit, that is your life if you live by fear. If you live inauthentically, that is your existence. Now, when you're upset and you're looking at your life and you're like, my dreams aren't coming true and I don't have what I want, 
go look at fear because fear is, is the core fucking reason. So you got to get some courage and you got to get some love and you got to start saying what I love, what I care about is more important than what I think I'm going to lose or what I think I'm going to give up because I'm willing to trade it. You know, there's a point in my life where I said, I would rather be alone than be in a toxic friendship or, or a toxic relationship ever again. I would rather be alone. I would rather have no friends than to have friends that are, that are going to sleep with each other's girlfriends behind their backs, talk behind each other's back, you know, uh, cut each other down, do shit like this. We're adults. Grow up. Get over it. You know what I mean? And I'd rather be alone than be around people like that because those people are a liability. Mm-hmm. You know, people who are abusive to each other, they're a liability. Be alone. It's much better. But the thing is, is that if you're willing to be alone, you won't be alone. Because that's the thing. People love somebody who's willing to stand on their own, who's authentic, who's truthful, who's honest, who's real, who, who stands for values. People are going to be drawn to you. Yeah. They're going to come to you. Yeah. But that's the thing you don't know yet. Or right they'll now, just stay away from you. Well, yeah. you know, it's and like the people you don't some, want will stay away from that's you. That's fine. But the people <laughs> who stay with you yeah. are so like so fiercely stay with you. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the thing as opposed to this, you know, yeah. this circle of like, yeah, I could do with or without, yeah. you know? like. <laughs> well, and you know, here's the thing too, is like friendship, friendship is a big thing for me. You know, at this point in my life, I look at it and friendships to me is, are you willing to go out of your way for somebody? If you're willing to go out of your way, if you're willing to do something inconvenient for you, that will help them, then you probably have a real friendship. You have at least, if they're willing to go out of their way for you, if anyone ever demonstrates that, really appreciate that. Now, I want to ask everyone else this. Are you willing to go out of your way for you, for yourself? Because that's what authenticity is, Mm. is that I'm going to go out of my way to be me. It's inconvenient. It's maybe costly to me, but I'm going to go out of my way to actually be truthful and be me knowing that it might cost me something. Are you a friend to yourself? Because that's what authenticity is. It's saying, I like myself enough to stand by me for who I am. Mm-hmm. Inauthenticity is, I wouldn't stand next to me. I, You abandon you at every corner. That's what inauthentic is. Inauthentic is, I don't like who I really am, so I'm going to pretend to be someone else. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this dance because I don't think that who I am is enough. And that's you letting yourself down as a friend. That's you betraying yourself. So Mm -hmm. the authentic person says, no, I will stand by this person. I will stand by me. I will be with me and it will be okay. And you know what? If everyone else leaves me, I'm still with me because I'm with me. And, and, and I always, I always liked, and I mentioned this before, but if you can look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and know that you were your own friend and know that you really were there for yourself and you had your own back and, and you're going to be happy with who you are. And if you can look at yourself and know that you were there for your friends and you really had their back and you really did care about them, that's a product of you caring about yourself. And you're going to be happy with who you are. And that's going to give you the courage and the strength and the love to be able to do more of who you are. So, you know, I think we just got to stop subjugating ourselves to this inauthenticity. Yes, absolutely. Because um, authenticity is, is the way that we I think, find our expression in the world. 
like whether in in our like for ourselves and for our work authenticity is points the way for our expression authentic and and a big part of it to me it's like as far as offering because it is it's a, it's this is a big question to be like okay well well who who am i really authentically who am i right it's it's a massive question and it's a question that will forever be evolving over the course of of all of our lives you know like we'll we'll forever be discovering that thing mm-hmm. um but what's a what's a starting out point you know like where do you even begin to navigate that you know to, to see question. the way and yeah. and uh I have a couple of ideas to present. I'm not saying it's like this is this is how you do it. This is, this is how you do it. Um, but to come to the questions that um, presented before, which was, um, what do I want? What is my sense of purpose? Um, but also the questions of what are you passionate about? And if you don't know that right now, right at the top of your head, that's okay. But begin to explore that. And the way that you begin to explore that is what is exciting to you? Mm. What is exciting to you right now? Because this is the the way to authenticity isn't a cerebral. It is not a cerebral thing. It is it is on an emotional gut level thing, just in the way that authenticity will cause a lot of havoc in your life. If you're not living authentically, it will create a lot of excitement and a lot of passion when you are starting to give it attention, mm-hmm. when you start to point yourself towards it. So what does get you excited mm-hmm. in the world? What are just some, some general things, you know, start off with some broad ideas, you know, of, of things like, well, yeah, I kind of like stuff like this. So <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, start out with the stuff like that. <laughs> And then, and then hone it in a little bit more go and explore that a little bit. And then it gets, you start to get a little bit more focused in, focused in until eventually you're like, yes, 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 yes. And that's when you're starting to get in touch with your authentic self, Hmm. because that's the feeling that your authentic self brings you. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you're right. It's not cerebral. cerebral? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> All right. Well, it happens. Um, but it's, it's a feeling thing and it's an expression thing. I think the thing is, is like, you know, you got to go and be willing to express yourself in some way and start to find out, you know, you start to find out who you are. And I think you're right with the, with the passion thing, you know, um, the world, and, and society and culture is constantly telling you to do a certain thing or be a certain way. And you got to kind of hit pause. Like I said earlier, just hit pause on this whole thing. Just stop and go like, am I being and doing my life the way that I want to be being and doing it? Like, is this, is this really me? Is this really what I feel matters? Do I care about this? Or is, am I doing this because someone else cares about this? Am I doing this because someone else seems to like this or it's going to matter to them? You know, you can, you can do this when, whenever you're about to make a decision, like, um, you know, am I going to go out tonight with these people? Am I going to, am I going to take on this endeavor? Am I going to go on this trip? Whatever it is and just stop yourself and go like, am I doing this because it's what I want to do? Or am I doing this because it's what someone else wants me to do? Am I, am I doing this to please or accommodate somebody else? Because 
The nice thing about authenticity, and I say it's the nice thing, because it's the little bonus, is that you start doing things and you don't have to worry so much about juggling anymore. You don't have to worry so much about what anyone else thinks. When you actually become more authentic, and I mean, look, we're all working at it. We're all working at our level of authenticity. But when you get to the point of like beginning to express authenticity, you know, maybe it's only momentary, but when you're in it, it's like being in the zone. You just do life. You just do it and you be it and it's easy and it's free form and then genius kind of comes out of you and things just happen. And you're like, I don't even know why I did that. I don't even know what's going on here. In some ways, you're like, I'm kind of figuring this out as I go. Yeah. But it's like, it's free form because it's not a lot of work. Yeah. But like, if you're working really hard at your life, chances are you're just, I mean, you're exhausting yourself and you're, you're not getting the benefits of, of allowing yourself to just experience you. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the big thing. You know, you talked about feeling. It's, it's experience. It's experiencing yourself. It's expressing yourself because you're feeling and, and allowing yourself to be you as you are. And you know what? If, you know, sometimes something's going to piss you off. And you don't necessarily have to take that out on anybody else. But you might need to just admit to yourself. It's like, hey, I'm pretty pissed off right now. I'm pretty angry, pretty upset. Or I'm feeling pretty sad right now. Or I'm feeling really joyful right now. Whatever you're feeling is okay. You know, it's, it's, but there's more truth in that than there is in these um, thoughts that we have a lot of the time, because you got to understand that a lot of our thoughts have been programmed and planted into us by parents and teachers and politicians and media and stuff like that. And institutions and all kinds of, yeah, all kinds of places. So you can't always trust what your mind is telling you. Sometimes you have to kind of go like, okay, I know that I think I should do this, but what do I want to do? What do I feel like doing? You know? And then you got, you know, and, and again, you know, like I always look at feeling as I go, well, would this hurt anybody else? Would this, you know, would this be damaging to anybody else? And if it wouldn't be, then it's probably all right to go through. But if it's going to like hurt somebody or it's going to, then it's something I need to consider and think about, you know, whether it's the right move to make. Because, uh, you know, you know, you kind of got to figure out like if everybody was just being truthful, right? If everyone is being authentic, then and people had no morals and no ethics and no integrity about it, like we would be kind of chaos because mm-hmm. everyone just did what they wanted, took what they wanted, didn't care about how they affected anybody else. That's not an OK world. Mm-hmm. That's why we have rules. That's why we have socialization. That's why we have people, social pressure of people telling us, you know, fit into the mold, fit into the group. Because basically, if we didn't have that, it would be kind of chaos. People would steal from each other, hurt each other, do this stuff. But now we're in a place in time where if you have enough moral backbone, if you have enough integrity, if you have enough principle, you can have the freedom of being authentic. But like if you live in a society where there is no morals and no ethics, it's too dangerous for society to let you be free, to let you be yourself. Which, by the way, authenticity and freedom are very closely tied to one another. Mm. But you yeah. have to earn freedom. Freedom, the the privilege of being authentic, the privilege of being free, is because when you are yourself, you are still good with society. You might be different, you might be unique, but you're not interrupting and upsetting and hurting other people. You might yeah. be rocking the boat. Um, upsetting the status quo, fine, but you're not hurting anybody. You're not taking any from them. You're not damaging other people being you. 
Because if you're being you is damaging other people, then there's, you know, there's something that's misfiring there to me. It's like, you know, like we're, we're talking about, you know, living, living a life of, of, of passion, you know, something that we're passionate about. And usually our, our passions involve some kind of, of service, Mm -hmm. you know, something that we have to offer to the world. I mean, maybe that's another way of pointing the way to authenticity here, but it's, it's, it's also that thing of, of what, how are we of service to the world? What do we give to the world? What do we have to offer? Mm -hmm. You know, once we, we get in touch with our passion and once we start to figure what that thing out is, you know, like, what are we, what are we giving through that passion? You know, then, then amazing things happen. Mm. Amazing things happen in our lives. And we have all of this, this, this purpose, all of this passion, which is your best tool to fight against the fears Mm. and to fight against the doubts is like, there's, there's no better remedy than passion for that thing. Cause it's like, because it's not that there's an absence of fear in doing this stuff because there's, there's always kind of a sense of that, you know, like artists are always, uh, uh, delving into the unknown, which is another one we have to do because that's a law unto itself. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the unknown always comes with an element of fear to it. Yeah. You know, that will always twinge us. Um, but the passion is the thing that's just like, okay, I don't know what I'm about to step into, but it's exciting and I'm going to do it and see what happens. Right. <laughs> like, because, and, and that's the thing that allows us to do it. But when we're not, when we're not, tied into that when we're not connected to that to that passion which is tied to who we authentically are then you know we've got we've got no we've got no foothold in the ground you know mm. for us to push back into that fear for us to 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 drive into it and through it yeah you know like we're 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 just kind of left floating and we can't get any any momentum mm. behind us right but that's where the authenticity, the passion really helps us to push through these things that maybe now seem insurmountable. But, you know, it's a big reason why I'm, I, I always say to, to artists or to, and when I say artists, I mean, like, this is all, we're, we're just talking from an artist's perspective, but this is useful to anybody. If, you know, to, to live their lives full out, Mm -hmm. you know, to live their lives authentically. Right. But for me, it's like, before we even talk about anything, we need to talk about what gives you your sense of purpose. What do you want? What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. Because if we don't, if we don't have any idea of what that is, then, then we, there's nowhere to go until we've, got some idea of what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you mentioned earlier before we started the podcast that authenticity is a sort of guidance system Mm -hmm. and it keeps us, you know, in alignment with integrity and honesty and truth. It Um, keeps us in alignment with our passion and with our purpose. Exactly. And so I think like, you know, when you look at, when you look at authenticity is like, it's your guidance system to purpose and passion. And these things kind of inform each other. But like when you're, 
going the way of the artist. When you're going your way, when you're when you're finding a certain sense of self-expression that's that's bringing your light to the world and allowing you to shine and allowing you to actually live your dreams out. Your authenticity is is what's going to be your guidance. It's going to help you to see if you're in your light or in your dark, right? And if we look at dark as, say, in this analogy, just being off path, like not being, not going the way of your truth, you know, being guided by other forces like culture, society, media, parents, whatever it might be, when it's not in line with you, Mm -hmm. that's what we'll call darkness for now. Light is you shining a bright light on what really matters to you and having that lead the way through wherever you are. It doesn't matter how hard life gets. doesn't matter if you're in a valley or if you're on the top peak of your life. But when you're being authentic, you're allowing you to be in the light. You're allowing you to shine. You're allowing you to, to be present and be seen and be heard, you know? And the thing is, is anytime you're inauthentic, you're not allowing yourself to be seen. You're not allowing yourself to be heard. And you're playing that role of being invisible or fitting in. And so I think like, this whole law of, of authenticity, it's kind of like, it's kind of like shining your light so others can shine theirs. But at the same time, it's also allowing the light to be shined on you so that you can be seen. And if that separates you from people, if that polarizes you from your group, that might actually be a good thing. So, you know, I mean, I know it's, I know it's scared, to, scary to be alone. I know it's scary to lose friends or relationships or things like that. But, you know, at what cost are you keeping them? You know, mm-hmm. if you have to not be you to keep your friends, if you have to not be you to keep your, your relationship or your job or whatever, like, is that the life that you're going to live all the way out to the end where you got to sacrifice you? I just, I'm, I know if you're listening right now, you're going, no way, no way. Choose authenticity. It takes a little courage, but allow yourself to shine and allow yourself to be seen think it's important you know and it's scary i get it but like if you're going to take this journey with us if you want to go on the way of the artist with us you know and and find out how to really live your passion and your dreams and stuff authenticity is one of those tools you got to have in your belt and 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 i'm gonna tell you you're gonna need to express yourself and you need to have some courage and i'm just telling you that right now just get prepared it's coming no matter what you do i don't care if you've been in this industry for you know or your artistry for your whole life Everybody yep. who's been in this, we know at some point you're going to have to be truthful. You're going to have to be real. And the cost is if you succeed in inauthenticity, there's a great, great cost yeah. to that, you know, and living and, the lie. And one thing I want to present with this too, just quickly, is that, you know, there perhaps some of you are are hearing this and saying, it's like, oh, but is, is there's maybe a part of you that's going, but isn't that selfish? Isn't that being like, you know, am I not being self-centered that way? You know, and the thing is, is that, I mean, for one, yeah, it's a little bit selfish, but there's nothing wrong with just a little bit of selfishness. You know, we need to leave a bit of room for that. But also on a bigger level is I'll say, and this is something, an idea that was presented to me not long ago, which is that you are not doing anybody any favors by being small. Mm. You are not doing anybody any favors by not being your authentic self and giving yourself that credit. 
and giving yourself that attention and that honor. You're not doing anybody any favors. It's not just about you. It's a, it's other people too. Mm-hmm. But you being small does not help others. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. So there's nothing really selfish about it. Ultimately, it's, I just wanted yeah. to tag that on there to what you're to to build uh, off of what you were saying. I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, that's such a good point. You know, um, and I, I want to further that point actually just a little bit here because selfish is, I mean, selfish, selfful, um, whatever you want to call it. The thing is, is that in your journey, and this is coming from you know the storyteller side of me. In your journey, in your story, in your life, you're the hero. You're the hero of your journey. No one else is the hero, you know? There may be there may be people, there may be children, there may be a life partner, there may be a best friend who is a hero in your journey, but you at the end of the day, you are the hero of the story you're telling. And you control yourself as the hero. You write your story and you control yourself as the hero. And it's okay to see yourself as the hero. It's okay to see yourself as the one who is bringing forth the life, is bringing forth the story. It's okay. And sometimes looking after number one, if not all the time, looking after number one is an important part for you to be able to look after anybody else. You know, it's like that. If you're going down in, a, in an airplane, you got to put the, the mask on yourself before you try to help anybody else. Because mm-hmm. if you can't breathe, you're not helping anybody. You know, so authenticity is giving yourself air. It's giving yourself oxygen. It's giving yourself the ability to actually do something in the world. If you are inauthentic, you are very much powerless. You are very much a pawn. You are very much a puppet to someone else's game. If you are authentic, you are living and being the player and the playwright of your own life. Mm -hmm. You are, you are saying this is the story I want to tell, and this is the person I want to be. And you are doing those in integrity, authentically, fulfilling the story that is in your highest interest. And, and by doing that, you provide roles for people in your story that are great roles for us to play. But if you live small, and you, don't, and you live your story based on someone else's story, some story you don't agree with, you not only hurt yourself, you hurt all of us, because now we can't play those great roles in your life. And if you're having, and here's another identifier that you're not living authentically. If you're having problems with a lot of people in your life, chances are you're not living authentically. And the reason why you're having problems is, first of all, you you didn't give people good roles. You didn't cast people good roles in your life. Or secondly, you're casting the wrong people in your life. You're casting people that shouldn't be playing those roles with you. Because, and I know that everybody's not going to agree with me entirely or totally get this yet. And maybe you will keep listening, but you are the storyteller and the player. You are the actor and the playwright of your life. You are creating it, casting the roles, directing it, forming the pictures, the images, the future, where you're walking, what matters, what the goals are. And you are casting roles around you with other people. Meanwhile, playing the hero role, playing the protagonist, and you choose your antagonists. So if all you have are antagonists, then you're designing a life for yourself where everybody's against you, you know? And so, you know, I'll just cap this with this one thing is that I cut my dad out of my life for three years. My brothers were pissed at me. I cut him out for three years. I'm proud of that. 
because my dad became an antagonist in my life. Now, did I want him to be an antagonist? No, I didn't. But he was for a period of time. He was very much against what I was doing and we were at odds. And some things happened and I said, that's it. I'm moving on. Mm -hmm. Not forever, but I'm moving on for a bit because I cannot have you in my life. You were an antagonistic force to my dream. And I did it. I'm glad I did it because that took a tremendous amount of courage, took a tremendous amount. It was so difficult, but I did it because I knew it was the right thing to do. And, you know, now my dad and I, we have a certain respect for each other that would not have been earned. And I think that he can respect and appreciate the fact that I was that steadfast to say that this matters to me and nobody in this world, including you, will ever stand in the way of me and my goal. And when I talk to my dad, you know, he's always like, what's your number one goal? And am I ever going to let anyone stop me or stand in the way of what matters in my life? Because this is my life, you know, and it doesn't matter. You do, you don't, you're not entitled to be here. You're here by choice because I am the author. I am the one that makes this life. I write this mm-hmm. life. And if I cast you, you get the good fortune of being in my life. And if I cut you, that's because you were not playing up to speed with the play that I'm trying to play out here. Mm-hmm. And everybody can do that. And that's the thing is like when people come back into your life, they'll come in with a certain appreciation and respect for who you are because they know where your line is and they know what you stand for. And that's another part of authenticity yeah. is that you got to draw lines in the sand. You know, when things are not okay, you got to be willing to walk away and you've got to be willing to cut ties with sometimes with people. And they can come back. It's not forever. Yeah. Maybe they don't. But you know what? Sometimes it's what you need. And it's all right. You know? And you find your way back. I mean, you know, and I'll share one last thing. You and I, you know, we met when, when I think I was 21. You were 19, right? We went through our life. We hung out a lot. There was a period of time where we weren't hanging out that much. No one cut each other from each other's life. We were just on different paths. Then certain events occurred in our life. We met back up to rework on a script. Then that script formed into another version of a script and then so on. And then we started this podcast, you know, years later, we're the closest of friends. You know, it doesn't really matter if sometimes you go apart from somebody, you can come back and have it be better than ever. Yeah. Our friendship, in my opinion, is better than it's ever been, but we had to go on our journeys and find our way back to each other. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter, but sometimes we, you know, we have to just go and find our way. It's just life. Authenticity is being truthful to where you are in that moment. And then, you know, the next moment and the next moment. And and I think we'll get onto presence eventually, the law of presence and all of that. But, you know, that's what this is, right? And right now we're being present. We're trying to be present and be authentic. And it's part of the journey. It's part of the way of the artist. Well, well, that was a talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about this beer and uh, wrap this guy up here. Sure. I feel we've covered a lot of ground with this authenticity. So this one, this beer that we've been drinking, how do you like it, by the way? I do. It's very tasty. I mean, this is, you know, this is, um, sometimes when a beer is this tasty and this flavorful, I can only do one, but, um, this one's actually, it's very flavorful, but I find like, it's like, I can have a few of these and I'm still okay. Yeah. You know, it's not overwhelming but it's very tasty i love apricot mm-hmm. yeah so this is from whistler brewing company and this is called their wayside apricot wit so a uh what does it say here it says a vibrant apricot 
Adds a little sun to this cloudy Belgian-style wheat ale. Crisp, lively, and unfiltered with exceptional balance. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's good, man. It's kind of got a sweetness to it. Yeah. Um, it's like, it just it just feels like summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? just yeah. feels like, man, Just it's just nice. It's, it's enjoyable beer. Definitely. But yeah, it's definitely got a strong apricot flavor. So yeah. if someone wasn't into that, that wouldn't be the... Yeah, it's a, it's a, it is, it's very, but I like apricot apricot forward on it. So it's like, uh, if you're not, that's not your thing, then maybe don't do it. But if that sounds good, definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, again, they are not sponsors of ours or anything like that. So we're just drinking beer. (laughs) Beer just spurs on the conversation, but we like to mention it and give it tribute because whatever beer spurred on the conversation, it's always nice to, you know, give it a little shout. Yeah. Uh, um, what do you want to leave people with as like maybe a takeaway? I don't know. Like yeah, I mean, up. I feel like we've covered so much ground. I, I think the, the point, I I think we touched on it, but I just want to reiterate it because this to me is just, it is almost the the heart and soul of authenticity, which is the law of authenticity says you are enough. You have always been good enough. Your dreams, your feelings, your, you know, these things are, are important. These things are important and you need to consider them seriously, (laughs) you know, but you are enough and you, and, and I think that's the big thing for me Mm. and this leaving people with is, and, and you don't need to be more. You don't need to be something else. You just need to be who you are. And that is enough. And that to me is, is the, the heart and soul of, of authenticity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I struggled with not being enough. A lot of my, uh, a lot of my journey as an artist, it comes up every now and then, but I think reminding myself of this law of authenticity is a good way to deal with that. You know, whenever I'm feeling like I'm not adding up or I need to be more, I'm going to remind myself of this and maybe even review this episode just because I think it's, you know, that's the thing is like, whenever I'm not feeling good enough, it's like, oh, like there's some inauthentic thing occurring right now, you know, and this is a moment to just kind of stop, press pause. And this is what I would leave people with whenever you're not feeling good enough, like literally you're the storyteller and time doesn't technically stop, but hit pause and just go, okay. (laughs) here's the thing, you know, and even you can talk to yourself like, and this might sound crazy to some people. Just honestly, this is the exercise I'm leaving you with. Just talk to yourself. Say, you know, I would say it something like this. Look, Brandon, is it that you're not enough or is it that you're scared? It could it be that maybe you're just scared and that you're telling yourself a story that you're not enough because you don't want to admit that you're scared. Can you admit that you're scared? Brandon, are you scared? Yes, I'm scared. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. This is how you do it. Right? I'm scared. Brandon, are you the kind of person that lets fear dictate your life? Or are you the kind of person that has the courage to show up anyway and do it, even though you don't feel like you can, even though you don't feel like you're enough? Because at the end of the day, you know you are. 
You are enough. And you're doing it. And that's enough. So will you just show up and do it and have the courage? Just be you and find out what happens. And then go and do that. And go and be you. And let's see what happens. And you might find out something incredible. And you might find out it's really easy. And you might find out that you've been working way, way too hard to try and be something or do something or, you know. And it'll polarize a lot of stuff. It'll start to make you think, maybe all this media, maybe everything that everybody and all this stuff is telling me to be is not the truth. Maybe who I am, maybe it's all right, you know. And and let it be and shine and be that light and then go from there. And, and that will lead you to a future topic, which is being present. And then when you start to realize you're, you're okay with being authentic, you can be present in your authenticity and be present and be present and be present again and again and again. And you're going to start to do this as a habit, as a way of being. Life's going to start to feel a lot easier. All this stuff, all the stress, all the pressure you're putting on yourself, not so hard anymore, you know? So that's what I'd say with people. Just take yourself through that exercise. Just talk to yourself. Be that parent that you you needed. Be that big brother, that big sister. Be that friend. And just give yourself that love and say like, you know what? I like you who you are. And let's just do it. Let's not let fear dictate our life. Let's let the courage, let's let the, the love mm-hmm. come through here today. That's what I want to leave people with. Right. That makes me think of one of our favorites here, Alan Watts. Mm. He said, you were not born into the universe, you were born out of it. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.